morning we um, we'll go through the word of God. We have been looking at overcoming lying spirit. And our anchor scripture for this week has been the first King chapter 22, verse 22, where we are made to understand that the spirit is the lying spirit. It was even a permission. It got the permission from God to enter into prophet. And if you could possess the life of prophet of old, how much more we? But we have an advocate, which is the person of the Holy Spirit, who is always pleading and helping us through the help of the Son, Jesus. We also look at what is lying. And we establish the fact that lying is a deliberate heart. It's an intentional thing that you propose in your heart that this is the way I will say it, this is what I will say in order to defend myself or in order to cover up a wrongdoing. But we are made to understand that that is not the nature of God. The nature of God is truth. Our God is truth. Our God is righteous. Our God is holy. We are also made to understand that the father of all liars is Lucifer, who happens to be the devil. He is the one that originates lies. He is the father of all liars. There is no any truth to him. Everything the Lord do, he wants to do his own in a fake way, in a, in, in a way that is not genuine. We're presenting it as if it's true. And that is why you can see some people still being blinded right now. Believing that Christ is not coming. Believing that they, when they die, they become a, an insect that fly away. Believing that when they die, they just become a, a sand. Believing that everything about them does end in this world. No, that is a lie of the devil. And it is a lie of the devil that will tell somebody, once you are saved, you are forever saved. No, there is always a time of checking. There's always a time of putting ourselves under the impression of the Holy Spirit to inspect our life. And we are also made to understand about the consequence of lying. Everything a man does, there is a reward. There is a reward for everything any individual does. If you do good, there is a reward for it. If someone do bad, there is a reward. If you live in truth, you, you receive the reward of eternal life. If you live in life, you live in you receive the reward of condemnation, hellfire. May that never be found in our midst and even in the church of God in Jesus' name. And yesterday, our brother led us through. How can you obtain victory over the spirit or over the lying spirit? Lying spirit acts its own, has its own power because it's a spirit. And he does not afflict just only this body. He afflicts even the man's spirit. He possesses a man. He's a demon possessed. He has a new capacity and ability to manipulate the heart of a being. And that is why we don't take a joke. And I will be building on that today. When we look at the book of Hebrews chapter 2 verse 18, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 18, we will see what the Lord said to us then. He said, for in him that he himself has suffered being tempted. If Jesus being tempted, we all know the story in the book of Matthew. When the devil took him, and Jesus was in 40 days fasting and prayer. And we were about to enter into our 14 days of power. So you have to be spiritually sensitive. So that the victory that the Lord has given to us, the enemy will not have a say over it again in the name of Jesus. For him that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to scorn them that are tempted. Which means God is able to preserve you, not to fall into that temptation. At the cost of this coming fasting and prayer, you will be going to work. You can't say because you are fasting, you won't go to work. You can't say because you are fasting, you won't talk to people. You can't say because you are fasting, you won't, you won't do your normal day activities. But there is something you need to pay attention to. That you are in a spiritual exercise. 
And for you to enter into complete restoration, you must sanctify yourself. That 14 days is set aside for a purpose so that the spirit of lie will not enter into you. And you will say, oh, no, this is yes when it's supposed to be no, or this is no when it's supposed to be yes. And the same power of God will bridle your tongue to speak when it is necessary and important. Because out of much words, there is lies. That was according to the, it can be found in the book of Proverbs. When men talk out their lies, there will be lies or deception. Brethren, God has exposed us to many things that can hinder us from receiving this restoration. And that is why we need to emphasize this upon our spirit mind. As we enter into this week, and as we start this spiritual exercise, you will not fast in vain in the name of Jesus. I will not fast in vain in the name of Jesus. I want us to open to the book of Revelation chapter 3, verse 21. And, and I want someone else to have 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 down. Revelation chapter 3, verse 21. I read from it. It says, To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcome, overcame, and I'm and I'm sat set down with my father in his throne. To him that overcome. To him that overcome. Yesterday, our brothers make us to understand. He give, he, we look at the fact that there are many things that the enemy can use. But there is victory in the name of Jesus. When we are looking at the, who is the father of all liars, we look at the father. Lucifer is the father of all liars. And before he can possess a man, he must have given that man enough tutoring. He must have started from the ability of, are you at home? I'm not home. He looks small, but he's big before God. Before the person now become a nature, he have a nature of lying spirit. And until this spirit is being cast out of the life of that man, there is nothing God can do. Even though the man fasted every day, 365 days of a year, it's a waste of time. It's an effort without productivity. May that not be our portion. But to him that overcome. As we enter into our season of fasting and prayer, as we seek the God of heaven for complete restoration, you will overcome in Jesus' name. I will overcome in Jesus' name. We will overcome. And because the promises of God is what we need in order to continue to push forward. He said, to him that overcome, I, if I will also set him. We have a place. If we could tarry before him, there is a reward waiting for us. And the reward is this, complete restoration. Spiritually, physically, in every aspect of our life, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Another point is in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. And we are going to be praying quickly. Malia kabahalie boshete. He said, he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And if you read for that, I say, whosoever is born of God, do not commit sin. For the his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. Brethren, what God is doing right now to us is that he's revealing the heart, the devices of the enemy to us so that we will not fall a victim. 
so that we will not become a prey in the hands of the enemy. Because he has made us to understand that she has no relationship with him. Our God is holy. And as we enter into this week of spiritual exercise, you need to be spiritually conscious. Even when you are cracking jokes, when you want to make people to laugh, watch what proceeds out of your mouth. It's not all things that you can be a partaker of. It's not every joke that your ear hear that your mouth must pick up. Because anything that proceeds out of the mouth of an individual has already been registered in the stable of his heart. Which means in this week and for the rest of your life, sanctify yourself. Excuse me, please. Praise the Lord. Sorry about that. In this week, as you look up to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, in the place of fasting and prayer, we need to do it deliberately. We need to be intentional about it. We need to know that, yes, if Christ himself can overcome, I can overcome. If Christ himself can live in truth, I can live in truth. And finally, Matthew chapter 29, uh, chapter 12, verse 29, and Philippians Chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. I will read Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. And if somebody is in Matthew 12, verse 29, please have that open. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. It says, Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth. And things under the heart. And verse 11, the last verse. And, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is our portion. Knowing fully where that the God has given you victory over slime spirit is able to sustain you. He's able to give you power and authority that is in the name of Jesus. That as you mention the name of Jesus henceforth, it will not just be a common name in your name in your mouth. It will be a name that runs thunder, that answer, that open door. As you call upon the name of Jesus in this season of restoration, your case is different. Your whole case is different. Anything you call upon, because truth is found inside of you. You know better than yesterday. You know better than last year. You know better. Perhaps you have been fasting in the time past. Without result, I am telling you by the power of the Holy Spirit, if you apply all these principles and you stay away from all these things that the Lord has exposed us to, you will be victorious. You will testify. Your whole testimony shall be next in line in Jesus' name. Who is in Matthew chapter 12, verse 29? Quickly. Matthew chapter 12, verse 29. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possession? Unless he first ties up the strong man, then he can plunder his house. Thank you. And that is exactly what we want to do. We call it as we said, 14 days of power. Which means you yourself, you must be powerful through the help of the Holy Spirit. You can't ban the devil. You can't cast the devil. Many of us, we have a lot of expectation right now. Trusting God for in this season of revival. And I have a good news for you. Perhaps you don't know how God will do it. God has already told you how he will do it. You just obey him and leave this battle for him to fight. 
His name is in my dialect. They'll say Arobun, your Arobun daddy. When he see war, he's happy. Our God is not interested in this chicken fight. He insults me. He looks me like this. He hits me like this. I he did not greet me. He bent down in middle. That is not what God is fought out for. We are talking about generational war that are being in a system even before your conception. Our God is within a circle of an eye, is able to go back to your source and repair anything that needs to be repaired as we wait upon him in these 14 days of power and in this season of restoration. Brethren, we are going to be praying. We are going to be thanking God for this period that you have. I don't know how you read your environment and how you understand the things that is happening in the spirit. But one thing that I see and I feel in my spirit mind that the Lord is about to do in our midst in these 14 days of power is that you want to change power. Power must change hands. You want to collect power from those that have been tormenting you, that have been putting a stalling block in your way, that have been standing against you, that have been giving you sleepless nights, that have been giving you concern, that will make you, situation that will make you to be okay today. You will be relieved. In the next few days, another issue will rise up. Another thing that will make you to be panting will rise up. That is not the God God created you for. Begin to thank God because this season of 14 days of power is a season of turnaround. It's a season of complete restoration over your life, over your home, over your destiny, over your career, over your marriage, over that which the Lord himself has given you as a blessing. There are no causes. Marriage is not a cause. Family is not a cause. It's a blessing from the Lord. Your career is not a cause. It's a blessing from the Lord. Your ability to go to school and be successful is not a cause. It's a blessing. And not of the lies of the devil. Begin to thank God for all these things. Your children are blessing. According to the word of the Lord in, Matthew, in the book of Psalms 127 verse 3, it says, Lord, children are the heritage of the Lord. Perhaps there's any child that is not working in the path of the Lord or is yet to be fulfilled in his own life. Begin to ask, thank God for that child first. Begin to thank God because that child is still alive. Begin to thank God for the life that that child is still having. Perhaps your marriage is not working. I have a good news for you today because the author of home is stepping into that situation. As we enter into the 14 days of power, God himself will take power away from the elements, from anything, from demon who has been controlling the joy in your home and give you joy everlasting. Perhaps there has been cases in your life that is pulling you out, that is damaging your image here and there that you are even tired of being called who you are. Begin to thank God because from these 14 days of power, attack with our revival, the power of restoration, the power of complete restoration will give you a new identity. As it was read in the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11, for we are giving him a name that is above all name, that the mention of the name of Jesus, every name, Every knee, every situation, begin to conquer God into that situation. Begin to call God into that situation. Begin to conquer him into that situation. I have a good news because that situation has a name and it has been established in the word of God. That every knee, every name shall burn under the name of Jesus. Begin to call those things into the judgment of God right now. Begin to hand your case before God. Say, Father, this is the case. And do it for me. You are my advocate. Begin to invite the person of the Holy Spirit to come and advocate for you. Because it's a spirit of truth. And none of the lies of the devil. That you will say, ah, it is difficult. I know others too say it is difficult. Others can say it is difficult. Your case is different. For you, it is not difficult. It is easy. Because you are now operating under a new anointing. Under an unsure 
God, begin to call God. Perhaps right now, brethren, continue to pray. And if there is anyone under the sound of my voice, who perhaps you don't know who are we talking about, or you don't understand who this person is, I have a good news for you. The person we are talking about is Jesus, the one that came to the world. He was being beaten. He was being humiliated. He was being naked. He was being rendered to nothing because of me and you. And he was nailed to the cross just because of a sin that you know nothing about. In fact, the sin was your own sin. It was my own sin. But Jesus took it up. He took it up at the cross of Calvary. And at that same cross, he declared, he said, it is finished. And on the third day, this same man rise up again just to tell the dead, dead and his power, and to tell the devil that, no, you have no victory over me. He rise up again to give you hope of eternal life. I am presenting to you the man of Jesus this morning, the person of God, the son of the living God. His name is Jesus. If you want to him into your life, if you want to be a partaker of this restoration that the Lord is about to usher us into, that we are glad and we are rejoicing about, you may be wondering, what is this restoration? Restoration is peace of mind. He's ending it well. He's living it to the fullness, the goodness and the peace of God. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity to be alive, to learn about who you are, to learn about the victory you have given unto me, to learn that there is still hope for me. That's part my past. That's part all I've been doing. That's part the sin I committed even yesterday. Lord Jesus, I declare you as my Lord and my Savior. Please, Lord, Come into my life and make me a new being. Breathe upon me the breath of life and release my name. Bring my name away from the book of death and write my name in the book of life. And I declare you as Lord, grace to walk with you, grace to do your way, grace to know you personally. Release upon me in the name of Jesus. Thank you. I congratulate you for that decision you just made. I'm praying for you right now. Your tongue is to say amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I join my faith with the faith of the saints of old and with the power that is in the name of Jesus. I connect my spirit with the spirit of my husband by the unction of the anointing of God upon this life this morning. I hand over these souls who just released their life unto you into your hands. Please keep them. Sustain them, Lord. Father, preserve them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let their life remain in you. When you return to take us home, let none of these miss your coming. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we worship you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving these ones, for your name alone to be glorified. Lord, we worship you. Brethren, begin to thank God for what he said to do today. Let's begin to worship the name of the Lord. Begin to thank God for tomorrow's service. Thank God for the first service, second service, the Sunday school. Even our children's church, begin to thank God. Thank God for the victory that we have in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise. We give you all honor. To you alone be all the glory. Commit your way unto the hands of God today. Ask the Lord to go ahead of us. Ask the Lord for journey mercy for as many that travel. Ask the Lord for preservation of soul. Ask the Lord that the Lord will save soul today. Even as the person, uh, as some department will be having their retreat today. Ask the fire of the Holy Ghost to come into our midst and manifest himself as we prepare for tomorrow's service. Ask the Lord to come and sit upon us and help us to do that which will bring his presence into our midst mightily in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise. For in Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. Amen. I want you to unmute your devices as we shout amen together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I commit amen. everyone under the sound of my voice into your hands today. Father, go ahead of them and perfect that which only you can do in the name of Jesus. Amen. amen. 
send their power to them. As many that need strength, double their strength in the name of Jesus. As many that need encouragement, Father, encourage them in the name of Jesus. As many that are waiting patiently for good news from every angle, Father, today we, oh Lord, we decree every department of their life receive the touch of good news in the name of Jesus. I declare every of your expectations they are hereby, that, oh Lord, come to testimony in the name of Jesus. I have to know, perhaps there's anyone now in your family or among your friends that need divine touching of the law by the reason of your presence in this money, oh Lord, and in this money, oh Lord, program. I decree this moment as you open your mouth to utter a word of prayer, they become reality in the name of Jesus. Amen. No longer will you pray and miss in the name of Jesus. Amen. I ask the Lord that the power of the Holy Spirit will envelop you. You will feel Amen. the presence of God throughout today and you will hear Him clearly in the mighty name of Jesus. So Amen. shall it be in Jesus' Amen. most precious name. We are praying. Amen. Amen. Let's share the grace together.